I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is the APPC Podcast. to watch last week's Twin Peaks again because I can't remember anything about it other than it's definitely out of order now mm-hmm. is Becky's story almost completely out of order right Becky gets angry and gets a gun yeah oh yeah right yeah. and then shoots six holes in the door and then Ice cream gets sat better. down by her pop pop who gives her ice cream and says she's got to pay for the door. And she goes, fuck that. And he goes, fine, I'll pay for the door, but you have to give me the money back. Mm. Which is a dick move on her part. Come on, love. Um, right, so that's that bit. But the bit where Stephen beats her up and she's crying, does that come after that? Because he does yeah. keep screaming, you know what you did. Yeah. Because instead of them having an affair... It has been noted that if you look, one of them has a thumb drive in that scene where they're hiding from her. Okay. So maybe they're just doing some dodgy dealings. Or maybe, maybe, because you've got to remember in episode one at the end, episode two at the end, everyone loves Stephen. Yeah. So something has happened to that boy. He's seen something. So maybe he's been in the lodge. Maybe he's been chasing coordinates too. And he's got all fucked up. <gasps> or possessed. <gasps> Bob Jr. And so, you know, he's just, he's doing what I will call a, a Connery. Yeah. Well, no, we had, um, we had Richard Horn in that farm. Oh, yeah, he turned up at the farm. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucked up too. His green going, daddy. He did, right? He started jerking it and saying daddy yeah. a lot. Yeah. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> just one tear just rolling down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I like how, because uh, of obviously his knowledge of tech, which is just something to do with the electricity, right? Yeah. He could always tell he was looking. He just looked straight at the screen through him. I was thinking, um, I said that I'd had a very similar experience to Bad Coop in The Ambassador once, uh-huh. which I didn't punch a man in the face so hard he died. And his eye popped out. I'm pretty but, sure um, if you look at that. I had a weird arm wrestling experience in there with a group of arseholes, uh-huh. which... Um, one but I don't know how because you're um, the biggest asshole yeah well this was early I was in my early 20s how long has the ambassador been gone for 50 years ago yeah 50 years ago (laughs) Um. (laughs) and yeah they hated the ambassador so much same as the D motel that they actually turned it into dust (laughs) (laughs) it's the only way to get rid of it completely in fact here's a scary fact I used to hang out at the D Motel and the Ambassador and they turned them both to dust I think people should worry about places I stay in I remember being a very very small child and going to some sort of sale thing at the D Motel with my grandparents Mm -hmm. and I got a weird boat thing from my bath not a weird boat thing it was a normal boat thing for your bath I don't know why I did weird to yeah, I remember Maybe getting, I have an old banana. And that's the only memory I have of the D-Motel, other than driving past it all day when we're going to mm-hmm. and stuff. But, um, yeah, I had a... Well, you know the crazy thing? Of... It's a motel. <laughs> How many motels are there? Mm. Oh. I mean, other than the Wellington. Yeah. Because people say it's a hotel. It's blatantly not. You can see the doors you have to walk into. Yeah. So. 
Anyway, that's, anyway. Yeah, that's, that's arm wrestling. I can't remember why we were in the ambassador, but we were there with a big group of people. And then some marshal I didn't know insisted on arm wrestling everyone mm-hmm. and decided, because I was like controller of the moves, oh, I'm going to beat this big guy and kept insisting that I arm wrestle. And I was like, no, fuck off. And this is, this is a Wayne story. So this mm-hmm. shows back when I was a bit of an arsehole because he was a bad influence on me. Um, still an arsehole now, but not as much. You're uh, so Wayne. Okay. Um, so yes, he was, Wayne was just like, yeah, just arm wrestle him and shut him up. I was like, much like the shot thing in, um, remember the whole just eat, drink this shot and it was crazy. Oh, yeah. But like that, the guy, it was being an arsehole like that. Might have been the same guy, I don't know, date it. Um, so I sat down and I'm getting comfy as we're arm wrestling, getting position. And I look up and the guy had started and I hadn't noticed. Um, so he was sitting there like straining and pushing against me. Oh. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I did the whole thing of letting them get down like three quarters of the way. And got no coming back up to middle, so I was pretty much everything that Coop was doing with that. Oh. Not mentioning pain at you, I did that for like a minute and a half, two minutes oh. until I went ask her this and beat him. Then he all stormed out with all his friends and they all left us. But I was just like watching that, going, "Hey, David Lynch there," and then must remember this. So, but yeah, I didn't punch him in the face and kill him. Good for you. We um, I was bring back fun memories of that scene. Good old coop. I've got his hair now. Uh, yeah, you just need that weird little bead in the yeah, back. No, I don't know how you do that. I assume you run it up your hair. Yeah, but I, I don't know how you do it yourself. Well, maybe you didn't. He's got Chantel. She probably made it nice and wet and then put a bead up it. Mm. Oh, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go that far from my hair. I'm playing it back, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to put beads in it. Uh, uh. I don't see why not now. Because <laughs> <laughs> people will just think I'm copying him. So. I just shave. I shave my head three times a week, like the size of Matt, because I can't even stand the thought of it being long. I don't like, even like it touching my ears. Well, yeah, the the, the ring of the ear, but there's a kind of bit in the middle between ear and mm-hmm. hair thing. It kind of gets a bit freaky. But uh, I don't know, I'll I'll cope with it. Sorry. Okay. Uh, anyway, what are we doing? We're doing uh, Too Many Zoos. Subway Gods, I believe. Subway Gods. I keep reading it as Subway Gads. Well, you know, if you spell it that way, it uh, definitely is But just way. in my head, just for to look at it and go, Gad. Oh, Gads. Gads, you want Anyway. Um, yeah, it's their first album, released 26th of June, 2016. Yes. This mm-hmm. is an old one. Yeah. But remember, this was my choice because I just wanted you to listen to it. Oh, fair enough. I... Bought this album on Bandcamp mm. probably about a year ago. Oh. So I am biased on this. Fair enough. It is the only <clears> time I have broken the rule of actually picking an album I already know, excluding when we do Radiohead. Oh, fair enough. Um, they previous, previously released three EPs, mm-hmm. F-Note, Fanimals, and Brass House Volume 1, Survival of the Flyest. Which I was listening to yesterday. Oh, my God. Um, the members are Leo Pellegrino, baritone sax. Named after the uh, drink Pellegrino, which I can't remember if it's water. It's water. <laughs> like expensive water. Yeah. Not as expensive as the water I came across in Marks and Spencer's the other day. Right, yeah. 750 mil bottle. Yeah. £2.50. What kind of water was it? Just Spanish water that has fallen through a crevasse 
for 250 years. That's a deep crevasse. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even touch the side, it's just falling for 250 years. Yeah. That's like coop falling. But see, that's, that's the thing that I... I don't like Marks and Spencer in that people rave about their food and things. Uh-huh. And you go and you get it and it's never as good as if you'd bought like a proper name brand of something. Yet it's always more expensive. And I'm like, I don't get why people like it so much. I like it for their three meals for seven pounds uh, because they are good meals, <laughs> but they are seven pounds for three. Fair and enough. so that'll keep me going a week because I... Don't eat in the house most of the time. Fair enough. Um, so you got what I mean? You go, <clears throat> your your monthly budget is... <laughs> when your monthly food budget is 30 quid, that work. I know that wasn't very good English. It wasn't no. supposed to be. Anyway, yeah. Mr. Pellegrino's on baritone sax. Baritone sax. Matt Doe on trumpet. Well, that's not a drink. Anyway, carry True. on. True. <laughs> um, and David, um, quotation, king of sludge and... Quotations. Parks on drums. King of sludge. King of sludge. 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 I mean, I don't, I don't think that's a very good name. Especially as a drummer. Sludge is not a good thing. You want it to be bright, right? He's the king of it, though. Yeah, but sludge suggests, you know, really like... You ever played in a puddle? Like, imagine not a band puddle of mud, but just a puddle of mud. And you've got... A Vic Firth drumstick and you hit it. It's not going to sound very good. That's sludge. That's, that shows he's talented. He can make that sound good. Yeah, I suppose. It's uh, amazing what he can do with a triangle. So I'll give him his days. Um, other sort of random things. I know, but they collaborated with Beyonce in November 2016 at the CMA Awards in Nashville, Tennessee. Didn't see it. Yeah, no. But um, yeah, run time of this album, 42 minutes. Mm-hmm. Review roundup. Did you hear something? It's a fucking ghost in it. <laughs> it was the wind. Um, album of the year, 86. RateYourMusic.com Three. Oh, sorry. I thought it was number 86 in albums of the year. Oh, no, no. That's the website. Album of the year. Um, and RateYourMusic.com 3.07 out of 5. No, no. They need to wise the fuck <laughs> yeah, up. That's very precise. That's insane. Because that's almost, if you think about it, yeah. out of a thousand. Because yeah. it's zero seven. <laughs> that's it. I say there's nothing. There's nothing on. Normally, I get or get all this stuff from uh, Wikipedia, but there was nothing on there. But, so I went and searched for reviews, and that's the only two reviews I could find of it. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I did uh, have a quick perusal, and everything I came across. Because thing is, right, I picked this album because I love it. Mm. Spoiler. But we've been talking for 33 minutes yeah, apparently, right. so it's, we can be quite short now. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to know what you thought of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a hole. There was a hole. I mean, there's actually albums come out there. So I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you notice that? I don't know if it's next week or the weeks after I've changed it. Oh. I yeah. put Kesha in there and moved the other one down. The uh, Gorilla Toss. Considering I picked them because it was my initials, it was quite oh, right. quite vain in a very basic oh, way. I want to go and check that. So. Yeah, I just see so you now. Um, can you get me back on track? What um, was I saying? Yeah, because we're um we're kind of 
keeping this short because you've already listened to it and you want to know what I was thinking. Oh, no, we don't need to keep it short. What no. I'm saying is if we give it away, like it doesn't matter because we're already 34 yeah, minutes into fine. what is usually a 40-minute podcast. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, I heard it. And uh, as I think we all know my basic uh, beliefs, which is rhythm is everything and I like bass. But not like so much that I would listen to that song about bass that they, she really liked it a lot. You don't. No. no? Okay, it doesn't matter. No. It's just not that good. It's not no. a reference worth going into. Right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um. So let's go for you. What well, do you okay. think? Just like it. We can go track overall. by track well, as well because no, I do have notes. Um. Oh, here's a thing as well. They've created a new genre, right? You know what the genre of this music is called? No. Brass House. Google Brass House. They are the only band in it. People in brass houses shouldn't... Throw trumpets? Yeah, well, that's a good advice for anyone, really. <laughs> it's a precision instrument. You don't want to damage yeah, it. True. Um, what came after the Bronze Age? I'm saying that's quite a good joke. Trumpet. Iron Age is Iron Age after Trump uh, bronze. I don't. I never did history, people. I apologize. Brass. Brassy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> people in uh, houses shouldn't throw irons. That doesn't work, you see. People in brass houses shouldn't throw. What if it rhymes with stones? What if there's people at home screaming at us right Scones. now? Scones. Oh. <laughs> That might work. It doesn't yeah. work. It might work. <laughs> it doesn't work at all. I'm pretty sure someone just made love to a seagull. Yeah, that was not a seagull noise. That was somebody shouting, going, scones does work. <laughs> it might actually be a ghost screaming scones. Scones. I thought I heard something again there, but was... yeah, and then all, and then and then instantly it was like Alderaan. It was like, and then all the seagulls died. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. um, it's not even outside the voices are coming from inside <laughs> oh can we make that horror film <laughs> the voices are coming from inside his brain <laughs> it's the twist and then every character is just him and he's in the room just going <laughs> alone no. yes of course it's a padded cell that's yeah. the only way to do it uh, great Right. Right. Let's get back well, into I'm this. Well, I'm just really going to do sort of overview on it because people I, said, in, I found it hard. Oh, yeah. I'm still going. People in brass houses shouldn't throw bombs. Right. Here's here's the thing, right? Hey, Siri. Oh, no. Oh, I'm just going to search for it and see. She if, doesn't like me today, uh, apparently. Oh, Siri, you bitch. Soulmate is connected. Oh my god, hello Soulmate. No, they're just changing about the glasses. No. Because <laughs> I just decided to Google people in brass houses shouldn't throw and see what it came up with first suggestions, but it just changed it back. Okay. Glass. Yeah. Oh well, never mind. Anyway. People in brass houses shouldn't throw cones. Is the cone the thing you put at the end of a trumpet to change the tone? <laughs> Is that what it's I think called? It's a, I think it's a, uh... 
People only used to play them on like TV in the seventies. I don't think they exist anymore. It's a flange or something. It's a flange. <laughs> it's, a flange. <laughs> it's a mannequin's fist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you get that unique sound. <laughs> I remember oh. uh, growing up in Lowestoft, and they used to show the local adverts at the cinema. That the tile centre just had people with tiles oh. in front of their trumpets. I remember the ones that used to just well, you wouldn't remember the ones from here, but oh. um, when I was a kid, you used to go and be like the Odeon, and mm-hmm. it was just some sort of still like board with the, like, the number on it, and a little cartoon man holds it, like in carpet tiles or something I like know, that. I know, it's like it's bored. It's, it's like, it's like <laughs> but it's just kind of like a, a still image of this kind cardboard thing they've knocked together, and it was the voices from like local, like the ITV things, uh-huh. Kennedy Thompson or something. Uh, Diane Speed doing uh, <laughs> I can't name anybody else off <laughs> oh yeah she was totally oh, she was only <laughs> she bloody loved it <laughs> um, but yeah just uh, Frank Gilfeller there's another one um, doing voiceovers going hey buy buy your tiles from these people because uh, they gave me money yeah, they, to say they, they gave me money they haven't got any better tiles than anybody else they just had more money Saying that the tile, you know, the war between the tile centres down Wellington Road. Oh, like okay. Tops Tiles. Yeah, and the one next to it, Tile World or whatever. Oh. One of them shut. A textile world, wasn't it? I don't know, but don't it know. shut. One of them shut. Which one? I think Tops Tiles. It's only one I knew. The only one, the one that looks like uh, at one point the old logo was uh, they had scalped Bart Simpson and was wearing it as a crown. <laughs> wow, got dark. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how successful it's, it's he was. The length they'll go to to sell a tile. <laughs> no wonder they got shut down in the end. Oh. Anyway, back to the song. Oh, um, yeah, good point. So yeah, brass house is I a will, genre. I'll just sort of give you the, my overview of the thing rather Please than do. break it down. Um, oh, well, one thing I want to um, point out as well: track nine, Havana Banana, mm-hmm. best title ever. It's pretty good. Uh. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but it just makes me think about going down the strand, you know. Let's all go down the strand, have a banana. Okay, I didn't know that first part. There <laughs> you go. Anyway, um, also it's, it's, it's that song all... has big trouble in little China synths. You can't go wrong mm. with that. See, it's it's all going well in a song, and then rap shows up. They only do it a couple of times. Three times. I was going to say twice, because I think one of them is at best another interlude. Uh, possibly. But even that, that's, I don't know. Um, I don't think, like, yeah, again, like, we had issues with um, Jay-Z and that N-word laden track. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I don't think you needed that in this album, because it's not really what I thought these guys were about. I'll say I, I don't mind them getting someone in just to throw some uh, bits, but my, my notes do all say that it's not necessary. No. But the music is still great. But so hey. Because my sort of thought on this is that okay, they've released three EPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm definitely gonna go and check them out and things. Maybe just stick to that because maybe this went on a little bit too long. Even take those th- like three tracks out, mm-hmm. which is a good what maybe you can Nine, ten minutes or something. Um, take those out, and I'm fine without them. Is it? And I also felt that musically, those tracks were a lot weaker than the others. That's because you can't be as busy. If someone's going to yeah. be rapping over your shit, you can't well, do a million. But things. that's defeating the purpose of 
them. Well, maybe that's the point, though. Maybe they don't have... You know, maybe those tracks weren't that busy and they thought, let's get a rapper on there to get put something over the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the trick they have, but it that is a one-trick pony. Yeah. But it works for this album and it worked for the uh, Brass House Volume 1. Yeah. But you got to start to expand to the scope of things. Mm-hmm. Saying that, they do check some synths in here by the end. Yeah. And there's possibly some drum samples or it could just be he's good at Keeping rid- the rhythm. <laughs> oh. And as a drummer, I mean, it's a basic, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, and I'll, I'm going to check out their other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, for overall, for this, I mean, I was thinking three, three out of five, but mm-hmm. if you get rid of the rap stuff, I might go up to four. Okay. Because I really just did feel out of place. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's a solid... A solid fall. Um, I mean, at times, I don't know what it is, but um, uh, Mr. Pellegrino uh, at times makes his saxophone sound almost like Michael Winslow when he pretends to be a robot at the end of uh, mm. Police Academy 5, City Under Siege. Yeah, with these weird claw. Yeah, which does beg the question, why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> But um, but other than that, um, simple melodies, lollop and grooves. The lollop and groove is very important to me. I realise that because I walk and I walk very heavy and I mm-hmm. walk everywhere. Yeah. I like, I like music that feels like someone or something walking in a very heavy manner. It's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. So this works very well. But um. Now, I stumbled upon these guys quite by accident because of my love of Melt Yourself Down. Did you come to me uh, with me to see uh, watch Melt Yourself Down in the tunnels? Mm, nope. Must have been Kira, bro. Well, they're a great band. They are um, drums, bass, um, two saxophones, and a man who at best shouts vibes? I mean, he's not really a lyricist. No. You know, live, he just shouted things like, how are you, Aberdeen? But really aggressively. Like he wants to just throw our wallets on stage. <laughs> oh. um, but that band's amazing. Because Melt Yourself Down, um, all of their music sounds like um, a montage from Ferris Bueller. Okay. You know, there's, there's no bad there. Um, and these guys are just like that with less vocals, which is a good thing. Also, it reminds me of uh, so like David Byrne when he did the knee plays back in the day, which I'm a big fan of. And um, what else has got good brass? It's, it's hard to find good You know what? More David Byrne. When uh, St. Saint Vincent and David Byrne did that solo album and uh, she suggested they use brass. And he was like, oh, yeah, I have Because he's chill. Because he's David Byrne. Fair enough. And he still wears white suits. You really got into that. That kind of jazz. Yeah. It's not jazz. I mean, no. I, I don't know what you would call it. I would call it uh, post-fusion. How does that sound? That, that sounds like a nice term. Brass fusion. Yeah. Well, post-punk really, you know, post-punk made my love of uh, saxophones very real when they stopped even bothering with vocals. 
and start going, you know what we need more of? We need more. <laughs> we just need more saxophones, less vocals. You know, like uh, James White and the Blacks now? Mm, no. Um, he's also known as James Chance. Very scronky. You'd like him. He's scronky. Scronky. You know. Um, because at the end of the day, scronky, angry saxophone, as long as there's a melody behind it, I'm mm-hmm. a huge fan of. Yeah. Hence why I love Trouble so much by... Uh, I think that's my most listened to song of the year. Yeah? Yeah. It's in my top 50 because I have a playlist and it's slowly working up it. Because when I don't know what to listen to. Stick on. Yeah. Yep. It's a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Apart from the album Boxer by The National, which I think is on there almost in its entirety because I've listened to that album so much. But like spread out. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's a true story. We really lost our energy at the end of yeah. it. I fear for next episode. I know. Well, especially bear in mind what it is. What is it? It is... Oh what? yeah, this is your choice. So I'll... well, you text me going, "Hey, look, they've released an album." So I kind of well, I, I saw a and I was in the I was also being my usual self for taking my time to pick stuff, mm. and then just went, "Eh, laziness." Quick check of runtime. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Fifty minutes. Um, yes, it's Black Grape Pop Voodoo. Their first album in twenty, 20 years. years. Yeah, I mentioned that in my notes at some point. Yes. You know the crazy thing? Sean Rice is looking pretty good. That was my number one thing, is Google images of Sean Ryder. I have a feeling that Sean Ryder is going to live much longer than I do, and it upsets me. He's 55, he looks great. Last time I saw him, he looked like uh, Sebastian Shaw. He's the guy who played Darth Vader when they take the mask off. Oh, okay. But he had a leather jacket with a big old collar. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I don't... No spoilers, but you can probably tell from my... It is his favourite album of the year. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's up there with... Um, who did I see review this well? Mojo, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I've got a rundown. Well, we'll get anyway, next time. Yep. Yeah.